After 6 a.m., good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
in the AM as we uh, remember the great Yossi Pimenta. We are digging out some of the incredible selections that he was responsible for. Th- those both come from the CD that we rediscovered after his passing entitled um, Yuluratzon. And it features some of the most amazing uh, performers. Yossi Pimenta and Avi Pimenta are together with Naftali Kalfa. In addition, Yitzhak Biton, Shmuel Levy, God Elbaz. They are all part of it, and it's just, it's an unbelievable release. It goes back to uh, about eight years ago or so when it came out. Anyway, there it is. We remember Yossi Pimenta, and we continue to remember him fondly, to say the least. JM in the AM, uh, welcome to a, uh, what is today, Wednesday? <laughs> Pimenta with Vani and Keladon. You heard Baruch Levine and Simcha Liner together off of Project Relax. Uh, you heard Eighth Day with Jerusalem Stone, big new favorite of ours. Tana de Bay, that's the cast of the Tana de Bay CD, which was released by Deershoe. And as we've been mentioning, the Day of Jewish Unity is um, being put together next Tuesday, a week from yesterday, uh, mostly by the uh, the folks at Achenu, which is the Kirov arm of Deershoe. And we'll speak more about it later on this morning. It's a Day of Jewish Unity that's going to include... The saying of Tehillim at the same moment that there is an amazing delegation at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim. And we'll talk about that later on this, uh, during this program in the seven o'clock, in the eight o'clock hour, in the eight o'clock hour. Coming up in the seven o'clock hour, Derek Sharp. Yeah, this is an interview made for me. He, uh, for 15 years was a star from Akabi Tel Aviv. And I mean a star. He was one of the, uh, you talk about mainstays in Israeli sports. He was certainly a mainstay in Israeli sports. And until last year, was actually with the team as a first a player and then a coach. Derek Sharp, in uh, recognition of the fact that on Hoshana Rabba, Maccabi Tel Aviv plays Italy at Madison Square Garden, uh, he'll join us later on this morning here at JM in the AM. So. Lots going on, and we'll get to everything. Tomorrow is a day that already... <laughs> it hasn't even happened yet, and already people are really focused in talking about it, I must say. Um, Kanta Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott is expected to make an appearance. Now, it has become abundantly clear to me that I was wrong when I said he's never been here before. Uh, too many people have told me that they remember him actually being here, and I think they're right as I keep thinking about it. Uh, but it is a rare appearance, and uh, in advance of Slichas, having him here to Thursday Morning before Slichas is pretty cool. So the great Cantor Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott is um, going to join us uh, tomorrow morning right here in the studio during the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. 72 degrees outside, 87% humidity, winds west at 2 miles an hour. Weather continues to be spectacular, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 89. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 73. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high all the way up to 93 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 91.1. We're at 72 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Yesterday, we had the opportunity to introduce a gentleman from Atlanta, Georgia, whose name is Rabbi Jake. He's a mechanic. He's a teacher, a Hebrew teacher, so to speak, a Judaic studies teacher down in Atlanta, Georgia. And he is out with a brand-new CD entitled Rabbi Jake made a very nice impression on us here yesterday, I must say, uh, via telephone from the southern part of the United States. Anyway, he's got a song called Proud to Be a Jew. It's next. Thanks for tuning in. It's a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
coming to. I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Hashem, for making me a Jew. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I'm a Jew, I say thank you. Ashreinu, matokhokeinu, umanahim goraleinu. Ashreinu, matokhokeinu, umanahim goraleinu. How fortunate are we to be Ashreinu? How fortunate are we to be proud to be a Jew? We have so much to be thankful for and so much to be grateful for. How fortunate are we? How fortunate are we? Thank 
Pitachta sakiva, 
תעזרי לי שמחה. הפכת מספדי למחוללי, פיתחת שקי ותעזרי לי שמחה. פיתחת שקי ותעזרי לי שמחה He takes the simplest song, or at least uh, what seems like the simplest song, turns it into the most uh, amazing tune. It's Yitzchak Fuchs, 
of Fachta Misbedi here at JM in the AM. Simcha Dikdusha done by Micha Gammerman off of his Micha Avdecha CD. Great title to that uh, album, by the way. Aaron Sitban with Shomer Yisrael. You heard Rabbi Jake, who joined us yesterday with a song, Proud to be a Jew, here at JM in the AM. News coming up, and then Derek Sharp is going to join us. Was a star from Maccabi Tel Aviv for a long, long time. I didn't realize till last night that he had played for 15 years with Maccabi, which is unbelievable. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, Anho Shanaraba, uh, Maccabi is going to be at Madison Square Garden. Uh, they'll be playing Italy, a team from Italy that, uh, that afternoon, starting, I think, at 12 noon. Wow, I don't know what happened to my voice. Uh, anyway, so Derek Sharp, the legend himself from Maccabi Tel Aviv, will join us in the 7 o'clock hour coming up right here at JM in the AM. I posted it on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook, Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, that's our Facebook update page. You can um, follow us on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net, Instagram, Nachum Siegel Network. whole bunch of stuff going on over there. The bake sale to benefit the Hertzfeld family takes place in the Siegel home tomorrow afternoon starting at 3 p.m. Details, if you want to contribute, if you want to bake, if you want to buy, contact Stacy Siegel, S-T-A-C-I-S-E-G-A-L at AOL.com. Benefits the Hertzfeld family, and we've described on the air their needs. They are extensive, so whatever you could do would be great. All proceeds go directly to them. Again, it's Stacy Siegel at AOL.com, S-T-A-C-I-S-E-G-A-L at AOL.com. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Special hello to those tuned in on the NSN app. I'm seeing uh, some of the comments on the app. Last night during the 9 at 9, people who were listening in Spain and in Oak Park, Michigan, made sure to check in. So I thank you. It is always amazing to hear from people, and the NSN app is an amazing way to hear from people around the world where they're tuned in to JM and the AM or any of our other great programming. Galit's on the background. News coming up. Partly cloudy. High temperature 89. We're at 72 right now. In Yerushalayim, it's 91.1 degrees. How do you like that? Galit's Sal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday next to JM and the AM. Thank 
יחד עם שיקולים אישיים שהם שמורים לו, נפלה החלטה, חבל לי. גל הסביר כי יוכל להשפיע יותר בעת הזאת כעיתונאי, והודיע שישוב להגיש תוכנית כלכלית בערוץ 20. יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו אביגדור ליברמן אמר שהוא מיצר על ההתפטרות. מוקדם יותר הודיע גם שר החינוך לשעבר שי פירון מיש עתיד כי הוא פורש מהכנסת. במסיבת עיתונאים הוא מתח ביקורת על שר החינוך הנוכחי נפתלי בנט. מצוינות זה לא עניין של יחידות לימוד, מצוינות זה עניין של מיצוי כישורים ומתן... הזדמנות לכל ילד בכל מקום בישראל, מכל דת ומכל מין, לממש את אזורי המצוינות שלו. ישראל הכניסה את עצמה לטרפת של מדידה, פגעה באיכות של ההוראה והחינוך, היא הפכה מורים ומחנכים לקבלני בחינות ומוני יחידות. סערה בעקבות מכתב ראשי הערים החזקות שמאיימים לעכב בניית עשרות אלפי יחידות דיור במחאה על תוכנית כחלון לתקצוב מדורג שיתעדף רשויות חלשות. המכתב נחשף הבוקר בגל"צ על ידי כתבנו ישי שנרב. רינו צרור שוחח עם ראש עיריית ראשון לציון דוב צור שחתום על המכתב ועם ראש עיריית ירושלים ניר ברקת המוחה נגדו. זה מכתב עצוב ואומלל, כן. פשוט אובדן ערכים ערכי של מה זה להיות שותף לחלשים. המכתב הזה קראתי אותו, בא לי לבכות. ואני בדיוק יוצאתי את הממחטות לאסוף לאיש העשיר הזה שיושב על הררי כסף והוא ראש הפורום לצדק חברתי במדינת ישראל. מי שמדבר עכשיו על רווחת העניים לא יכול לעשות את זה כמי שגדל עם כסף בפה. התחבורה היא הגורם המזהם ביותר במרכזי הערים בישראל. כתבתנו יערה שפירא. על פי דוח איכות האוויר של המשרד להגנת הסביבה, בשנת 2014 נמדדו חריגות של חנקן דו חמצני הנפלט מכלי רכב סמוך לכל הצירים במרכזי הערים. חריגות קיצוניות נמצאו בשכונת שמואל הנביא בירושלים, וכן בתחנות תחבורה ציבורית בחיפה, בירושלים ובגוש דן. מזג האוויר, היום עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, כמה ישראלים יטוסו לחו"ל בתקופת החגים? ניתאי ענבי עם התשובות. במהלך חגי תשרי צפויים לעבור בנתב"ג כמיליון ושבעמאות אלף נוסעים, מתוכם שמונים ושניים אלף ושמונמאות ביום חמישי שלפני ראש השנה, עשרה בספטמבר. בין הנוסעים גם עשרים ושניים אלף חסידים שיטוסו לאומן לקברו של רבי נחמן. היעד המוביל הוא טורקיה שמשמשת תחנת מעבר לטיסות המשך, ואחריה יוון, איטליה, ארה״ב, גרמניה ורוסיה. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. J.M. in the A.M. on October 4th, Hoshana Rabba afternoon at 12.30 at Madison Square Garden. You want to see great European basketball? It's going to be a great game. Maccabi Tel Aviv and Armani Milano are going to be in New York that day. Madison Square Garden ticket information at 212-465-6080. That's 212-465-6080. You can go to Maccabi with two C's. Maccabi.co.il for information. Maccabi.co. The uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv basketball legend, Derek Sharp, is with us live via telephone. Derek, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom. Aslamcha. I When you hear the news from Israel in the background as you're waiting, does it bring back memories? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm in Tel Aviv right now. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm driving, s- to, driving to, to the practice. I'm so, and I know you have limited time this morning, so I'm going to try to, you know, get get to the point about the game and everything, but... I'm so curious about the the early beginnings when you leave Florida and go to play in Israel. I mean, who who told you it would be a great experience? Who 
Who indicated to you that going to Israel could be, uh, you know, a really positive thing to do? I mean, it just felt right. Uh, I played with four guys that actually went to Israel the previous year, uh, my teammates. So I talked to them a little bit. Uh, then I talked to uh, an agent from Yeshieli from Haifa, and you know he sounded really convincing and uh, very, very uh, welcoming. And I guess you know God led me to the Holy Land. Yeah, he certainly did. I couldn't believe last night when it hit me because I'm a Maccabi fan as much as you could be six thousand miles away. I was in the arena once for a game in 2010, and it hit me last night. I didn't realize you had played 15 years for them. My gosh, that's a whole lifetime. Yeah, like I said, I spent 20 years in Israel, half my life, uh, pretty much grew into a man uh, over there. So I took on some of the uh, good habits and some of the bad habits <laughs> of Israeli men. Oh, my God. Yalla. Yeah, I understand, but we can stick with the good ones. Let me tell you, Derek Sharp is with us live via telephone. Is there a way to convey to people in the U.S. who are basketball addicts, and we know how unbelievable the NBA is, but you have to admit, when you're in that arena, I don't know what they call it now, but it was at one time Nokia and one time Yadaliao and all that. When you're in there, there's Menorim. an... Menorim. Wait, say it again? Menorim. Menorim? Uh, yeah, I think that's what they call it now, if I'm not mistaken. I always forget. But it, it, it's like, it, it, it's, it's almost impossible to describe to American fans the atmosphere of European basketball. Is there a way to put it into words how much more, I don't know, exciting or passionate it is over there? What I used to tell the guys, the new guys coming in every year, was that just imagine uh, playing in Duke at uh, Camden Yard in front of all those Duke crazy fans uh, every night at a professional uh, EuroLeague game. Right. Uh, the, the fans are so excited and so uh, energetic and passionate, and uh, you feed off of that. And I think they really pushed me to to, to be successful as was the team. So, yeah, it's just a college college atmosphere from the fans and a fanatic, fanatic atmosphere. Did, did this not work for a lot of guys? Did a lot of guys follow your path to Israel, but it just didn't click for them the way it did for you? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people have different different paths. Uh, I think, you know, Israel and Tel Aviv, Maccabi was the perfect fit for me along with the fans. Uh, you just got to have thick skin. You got to have a, a big passion, and, and the fans can can really see that. You know, uh, they'll they'll see if you're transparent or if you can't really handle that that type of of atmosphere. And uh, you know, thankfully, you know, I was able to to go in and, and have a great a successful year. You know, when I was in, when I spent a little time in Israel, so Olsi Perry and Earl Williams were like national heroes. Wow. Yeah. At that time, I mean, obviously you've heard of them because of the way you reacted. So they were national heroes. I don't have to tell you about Tal Brody and Mickey Berkovich and the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Did you get that feeling walking the streets of Israel? Were were you number one in the land when you when you were playing during that era? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we had some some amazing seasons. Uh, we gave the fans a lot, you know, to be excited about. And uh, yeah, I felt like uh, you know walking on the street, driving in the car. You know, people recognize you, they give you love, and, and they support you. And, you know, it's a great feeling. Every time I go back to Israel, even now, or if I'm in the States and people say, Ah, it's Derek Sharp. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm still pretty amazed at, you know, how far uh, Maccabi stretches across, you know, the world, and especially in Israel. That's right. You know, I, didn't even, I didn't even think of that. There's so many fans in the New York, New Jersey area who know exactly yeah. who you are. That's true. <laughs> And also, it must have been it must have been comforting for you that so much of the reaction was in English. You know, you go to a foreign country, you're thinking like, you know, I want to understand the word they're saying to me, and, and all this adulation is coming to you in a language you know really well. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was telling my class uh, a couple of days ago that, you know, I went to Israel in 93 for the first time, Maccabi Chadera, and, you know, I landed on the plane, I saw McDonald's, I saw Burger King, <laughs> and people are speaking English, and I was like, what is this place? This isn't Israel. So uh, their perception was not what I told them, and, I, you know, I explained to them how great it was and how... You know, it's Americanized, and it's a wonderful place. Oh, it certainly is. All right, Derek Sharp, the Maccabi Tel Aviv legend, October the 4th. I'm assuming you'll be in the arena at Madison Square Garden that day? Oh, yeah, wouldn't miss it for the world. You know, two uh, European teams for the first time playing on American soil in Madison Square Garden. It's going to be crazy in there. <laughs> it is going to be crazy. Israeli fans and, and basketball enthusiast it's going to be great and i just as i just alluded to earlier there's so many maccabi fans in the new york new jersey area they themselves will likely be the core of the israeli side so to speak that'll be there does armani milano have a following in the new york area as well i think so i mean uh you know new york is definitely a melting pot so uh, i'm sure they have a lot of uh, italian fans and you know american italians that are you know coming in from all over the states uh, to, to see the game, as, as well as, uh, you know, Israeli fans uh, or Jewish fans. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be a great, great atmosphere, you know, a great, great game. Italian and, Italian and Israeli flags will be at a premium that day, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. Hey, Derek, you know what my favorite moment was when I was in the arena in Tel Aviv? You know, you know, I don't know if it's a rule, a custom, whatever it is. You know, we sing the national anthem here before games, and I assume okay. I assume they don't do it in Europe. But the fans insisted at the game that I was at. It may happen every night that that mm-hmm. that, that they go ahead and sing the Israeli national anthem before you guys took the court. It must be I don't know. It must be just a a thrill every time you hear that and you hear the enthusiasm coming out of the stands. Yeah, I mean, it makes you feel welcome. Even, uh, you know, uh, in games like this, you know, where they, they represent Israel and, you know, they get the crowd into it. Uh, and sometimes in early games, it's not mandatory, but, you know, the other teams will stand and respect, you know, the crowd. Right. You know, starting the song, Old Baleva you know, that oh. song resonates a lot of memories. So There's no question about that, and I, I love how, I remember that night, how both teams wouldn't move despite the fact that the refs wanted to start the game until exactly. that anthem yeah, was exactly. complete. Simple as that. There'll be a great halftime show on October 4th. Uh, it starts at 12.30, Maccabi Tel Aviv against Armani Milano. How's the new coach of Maccabi doing, by the way? He's doing great. Uh, I speak to him every now and then. I shoot him a, a text message. Uh, he's handling it great. I mean, he's got so much experience. Uh, he's played for a lot of great coaches uh, and coached under, you know, a lot of great coaches. So, uh, you know, he's handling the situation great. He's doing very well. And I guess I'd be, I, I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about David Blatt and the season he had with Cleveland this past year. Yeah, I mean, Dave is Dave. You know, it's always going to be, uh, you know, a controversy, but he always comes out on top. You know, no matter what, he's always. Uh, you know, going to be there. Oh, uh, even e- even in Israel, stuff swirled around him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all that's always you know the case. It seems like it just follows him wherever he goes. Wow. So, uh, he has to earn earn his respect as a coach, and you know he does that. So and does these and does Israeli sports media prepare somebody at all for what goes on here? Or they're much softer, much nicer, and much more understanding over there. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, he was, he's been, he's been primed, you know, being in Maccabi and, uh, dealing with the, the media over there. And I think he said that once, uh, 
uh, in one of his interviews. So uh, he's battle-tested, you know, in that aspect, and, and he's been handling it great. So Unbelievable. You don't have to worry about him. That is great to hear, I'll tell you. Derek Sharp, he'll be there on October 4th. I can't thank you enough for joining us and uh, and everyone, I'm sure. And there'll be other legends there as well. I'm told that Tal Brody might be in the arena that night, or that afternoon, rather. So we're talking we're talking about a lot of great Israeli stars who are going to be joining in for that uh, for that uh, game at Madison Square Garden. Derek, thanks so much, and a, and a happy, healthy, sweet New Year to you. Oh uh, yeah, Rosh Hashanah, yeah, same to you. Same to you. You, you always knew you had the, you always knew you had the day off on Rosh Hashanah, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I just make sure I have my apples and my honey handy. So. And and you probably told you probably told the guys coming to Israel, listen guys, you have every Saturday off, believe it or not. <laughs> Wonderful. Perfect situation. I have no idea. Derek, I look forward to meeting you in person. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Have a good one. Derek Sharp, Maccabi Tel Aviv legend, on October the fourth, Maccabi and Armani Milano will be in New York. That's Hoshana Rabba afternoon. Starting at 12.30 p.m. at Madison Square Garden. They have an amazing uh, a halftime show that's scheduled. Uh, the game itself should be great. Um, there are a lot of Maccabi fans on this side of the world. I could tell you that much. And uh, phone number for information is 212-465-6080. 212-465-6080 is a website, maccabi.co.il. Maccabi is two C's and one B. Maccabi.co.il. Maccabi.co.il. JM and the AM at 16 minutes after six, after seven o'clock as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and a special welcome to those tuned in on the NSN app around the world. Brand new from Simcha Liner.
with Lipa. Great song. Nakdishach. That is a great song. Uh, before that, uh, Simcha Liner. Someone said to me uh, a couple of days ago when they heard the Simcha Liner album for the first time, ah, yeah, I think it's okay. Yesterday they said to me, oh my gosh, <laughs> it is so good. It is so good. Now that I've heard it a couple of times, it is so, so good. Confane and Sharam, the name of that selection. That's tur- I don't think that's that was expected to be a big hit. But it has turned out to be one of my favorites so far on that one. Simcha Liner, Kanfei uh, Nisharim, the name of that here at JM and the AM. It's Wednesday with 72 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 89. Thanks for waking up with us here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, can't do your Mayor Health God. He's expected in studio. Pretty amazing, huh? Erev Slichus. Slichus is Saturday night, Sunday morning. He'll be here Thursday morning here at JM and the AM, and we're looking forward to it. Should be a very interesting conversation. And even if he was here years ago, I don't think his English was nearly as good then as it is now. So it should be a much better conversation. Uh, the Day of Jewish Unity, we'll talk more about this later on, comes up on Tuesday, September the 8th, uh, as the uh, special delegation of rabbis is at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim were asked to recite Tehillim, chapters 20 and 130, sometime between the hours of 7 a.m. and 12 noon. We'll remind you, certainly all day Tuesday, uh, information, dayofjewishunity.com. In fact, apparently, there is, um, there's something that schools are doing to, you know, hook into the whole system and be part of it. You know, not just say to Hillam while everyone is there. Uh, so for information on that, you can go to dayofjewishunity.com. Reminder that Hatzalah on the Lower East Side this coming Sunday has their barbecue to benefit Hatzalah, uh, at the Orenstein Building on Bialystucker Place. Starts at 5.30. Information at 212. 673-7238-212-673-7238. Told you about Slichus in a lot of different places. The Parky Synagogue, that's where Cantor Helfgott will be, starts with Rabbi Schneier and the State of World Jury Address starting at 9 p.m. Slichus at 10.30. Highlights of Slichus, and we'll ask him about this tomorrow, that I can guarantee you, <laughs> will include Ene Cole from Kusevitsky, Shmakolenu, Hirschman Weintraub, and Anenu, Kotliansky, and Kusevitsky. Uh, ParkySynagogue.org. That's, of course, Saturday night. Uh, there's also Slichas going on with Yehuda Green. This is an annual tradition that is amazing. It attracts such an incredibly lively crowd. 12.30 in the morning, the doors will open on Sunday morning. Uh, Slichas night with the Kalbach Shul at the Westside Institutional Synagogue, 120 West 76th Street. In New York City. Lower East Side has our Pesach Krohn speaking before Slichus for the Young Israel of Manhattan, 317 Henry Street. Again, that's happening on the Lower East Side of Manhattan 
this coming Saturday night with Ari Pesach Kron, who's always amazing in that forum. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Rav Zebin of Yosef Halevi, and um, Esther Basar Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud in Avodah relates to Rabbi Loser ben Dardoye had committed every sin in the world. Once, he heard that there was a renowned woman of ill repute that was very far away. He traveled the seven seas in order to reach her. When he met her, she blew out air from her mouth and said, Just as this breath of air cannot return to its original place, so too Elazar ben Dardai will never be received in Shuvah. Rabbi Loza then sat between the mountains. He cried out, Plead for mercy for me, that my tshuva should be accepted. The mountains answered, Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He called to heaven and earth, Please pray for me. They answered too, Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He then ran to the sun and moon. He repeated his request, Please pray for me. They replied, We can be destroyed because of your transgressions. Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He then continued to cry to the stars and constellations, and he received a similar answer. Finally, Rebeloza realized that he would have to take responsibility for himself. He put his head between his knees, and he wept so violently that his neshama left him. At that moment, a heavenly voice proclaimed, Rebeloza ben Dardai has acquired a place in Olam Haba in the next world. When Rabbi Yehuda Nasi heard this, he exclaimed, Yesh koin olamoi, one can acquire eternal life after many years, another in one hour. Why did Rebbe Lozer appeal to the mountains, to the heaven and earth, to the constellations to ask for mercy? The Savior Hirhure Tshuva tells us that Rebbe Lozer understood that when man transgresses, he not only adversely affects his own soul, but he corrupts the entire creation. As we learn in Mesilas Yesharim, the path of the just, upon analysis, one will see that the world was created to serve mankind. However, the world stands in the balance. If one is drawn to this world and distances himself from his Creator, he will be corrupted and he will corrupt the world with him. It was only after he heard that they have to beg for mercy for their own existence because they had failed to fulfill the will of Hashem that Rabbi Lozer understood that the obligation to achieve mercy was solely his. Once, the great Rav Shach was walking together with his Talmidim on Shabbos. They reached the border of Bnei Brak. It was very obvious the boundary between holiness and the mundane. The Godel asked his entourage, Why is it that there is Shmira Shabbos? They observe the Shabbos on this side, but on that side, pointing across the boundary, there is no Shmira Shabbos. One of the Talmidim replied, Rebbe, it's very simple, because until here is the boundary of Bnei Brak. Over there begins the boundary of Ramat Gan. Rav Shach answered, No, that's not the reason. The reason is because only until there 
pointing to the boundary, does the influential power of our own Shmirah Shabbos reach? Beyond this point, it doesn't extend. If we would be stronger, more vigilant in our own Shmirah Shabbos, its influence would intensify and reach to the other side. Then, there would be Shmirah Shabbos and Ramad Gan, just the same as in B'nai Brak. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. against the
J.M. Arye Kunstler, Wednesday morning broadcast. <clears throat> it's a J.M. in the A.M. with 72 degrees, partly cloudy weather and a high temperature of 89. Great weather out there. I want to thank our friends at OnlySimchas.com. OnlySimchas.com has recently taken on a completely new role uh, in addition to the Simchas. And believe me, there's nobody better at reporting on uh, weddings and engagements and brisson and bar mitzvahs and everything else. No one better than OnlySimchas.com. But they've added a news element uh, with items from around the Jewish world that are of interest. A lot of stuff we do here makes it into that news feed, and we thank them for that. But in general... Whether it's us or not, you got to check out what they're doing and uh, become a uh, a regular daily viewer of OnlySimchas.com. So a big thank you to them and check it out, everybody. Hey, I'm Mazel Tov going out to the Cutler and Ben Ramon families. The Cutler and Ben Ramon families are getting ready to celebrate tomorrow. Uh, this past Shabbos with Jonathan Zofruf, Mazel Tov, Jonathan. Remember, Jonathan... You may recall Robert has mentioned on the air, I believe more than once, was named for the great Yoni Netanyahu. So Jonathan Ben Ramon, um, Melody Cutler, the wedding is taking place tomorrow. The um, Ufruf took place this past Shabbos, and with great pleasure we say Mazal Tov to the Cutler and Ben Ramon families from all of us here at JM in the end. I told uh, Robert I wish I could be there, and in fact I planned on being there, but... Uh, now, because of Avelis, I will not be there, but uh, we will certainly have them in our thoughts tomorrow. I can tell you that much as the big event takes place. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. Here's Yidl at JM in the AM.
من هم هیتار کرازی
I guess you could say we're in Slichos mode. <laughs> Al Tashlicheni, words from Slichos here at JM in the AM. Yoel Sharabi, of course, with that selection. Beautiful, beautiful tune. Ohad before that, brand new with Sameach, off of the Skula CD that we introduced a few weeks back. Yidel had Mina Meitzar here at JM in the AM. Six minutes before 8 o'clock, good morning. Well, I was hoping that whatever we did with uh, Derek Sharp this morning would be retweeted by Josh Halleckman, the sports rabbi, and sure enough, <laughs> he did retweet it. He knows everything about uh, Israeli sports. He's the one I should ask about uh, how tough the media is on the Maccabi players in Israel and on their coach. We'll try to get him on at some point. Anyway, thank you, sports rabbi, and uh, Boker Tov to you. I assume you're in the Holy Land. Uh, 72 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 89. It's a Wednesday broadcast, and uh, we'll have our amazing program tomorrow with Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott. You'll have an opportunity to uh, hear him live in studio. And boy, are we looking forward to it. Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott tomorrow as we get closer and closer to Slichos. It should be an incredible experience having him here. The Day of Jewish Unity is coming up Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. We'll explain all that and Give you some details a little later on in the show about the day of Jewish unity that's happening. Yeah, it's going to be a long weekend. We've got, oh, I don't even, I don't have confirmation yet whether Malcolm Holmline will be able to join us on Friday. I'm going to make a note to myself to find out ASAP. He's going to be traveling Friday. He may not be able to join us. Uh, but once Friday's show ends, uh, Shabbos, Sunday, and then Monday, Mayor Fertig will be here. With a Labor Day edition. We're back Tuesday. So the day we get back is the day of Jewish unity. That's the day that everyone is being asked to say to Hillam while the delegation of prominent rabbis are at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim. So uh, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, we'll remind everybody about the uh, Psalms that are being asked to be said. And of course, the Achenu prayer. It's all at dayofjewishunity.com. Dayofjewishunity.com for information on that. All right, and uh, that'll give you all the information. A drop early for the top of the hour. In this next hour, we will speak with uh, somebody who will give us details regarding the Day of Jewish Unity and plenty more between now and 9 o'clock. And don't forget, we have an amazing day of programming for you on the stream all day long at jmdm.org and the NSN app, including Essie's Weig and a Z-Report live lunch, which always includes a lot of great new material and uh, concert information. So that is all coming up uh, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmdm.org. Dot org, so make sure you are tuned in for that all day long. And uh, we welcome those who are tuned in on the NSN app around the world. You can comment on the f- uh, homepage of the app and let us know where you are, what you have to say, what's going on in your lives that we need to know about. Uh, you can do all of that on the NSN app in the comments section, and we welcome that very much. Three minutes before 8 o'clock, it's a Wednesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org.
Oh, my God. 
ונופלים על Yeah. 
a.m. and the a.m., yeah. There's no question that uh, that song signals the very fast approaching high holiday season. You know what else signals the fast approaching high holiday season? Slichos. And we have, <laughs> we have a bunch of information about different Slichos services for this coming Saturday night. I'll do that in a minute. Before Shlomo Katz and Vakoanim, you heard... Um, Benny Friedman with Toda, Maishi Menlowitz, that amazing nostalgia album. We we spent an entire morning talking about that album with Shia Menlowitz, and our listeners loved it. It was just a great day to um, goes back a couple of months already. A great day to get nostalgic, and that's his nostalgia album here at JM in the AM. We'll talk about the Day of Jewish Unity that's coming up a little later on in this show. Day of Jewish Unity is Tuesday. A reminder that the Borough Park Center has a uh, special lecture series in Chodesh Elul for men and women in their shul this coming Sunday at 3 p.m. Rabbi Fischel Schachter will address everybody at 4915 10th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Contact the Borough Park Center uh, for information about that. Hatzala on the Lower East Side has their big barbecue on Sunday. The benefit Hatzala, I mentioned uh, the other day how Hatzala on the Lower East Side in particular, certain individuals just were so unbelievable to our family for the last many, many years. Not just the last year, but for the last many, many years. I encourage anybody who has ever been affected by their dedication and love to um, contribute to that Solid Lower East Side barbecue this coming Sunday night. It's at the Orenstein Pavilion in the Lower East Side. Phone number 212-673-7238. Again, that's 212-673-7238. Tomorrow, Cantor Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott is expected in this studio. Now, that is a big deal. I don't care what anyone says. That's a big deal. He is the world's most recognized great Cantor at this point, and there are a lot of great ones out there. But he is the uh, he is the center of cantorial activity on this planet at the moment. Rabbi Arthur Schneier delivers the State of World Jury Address at 9 p.m. Cantor Health got at 10.30 with Slichos, with Maestro Russell Gare in the Park East Synagogue Choir. This Saturday night, again, at 10.30 officially for Slichos. Highlights include, according to what they've published, highlights include Ene Kol by Kusovitsky, Shmakolenu, Hirschman, and Weintraub, and Anenu, Kotlianski, and Kusovitsky. ParkEastSynagogue.org. I don't even know if there's seats left. We'll find out tomorrow from Cantor Benny if, you, if there's still room in the shul. I have no idea. Uh, but there are 212-737-6900. Uh, Cantor uh, Malavani is at Fifth Avenue Synagogue, of course, with students at the Bell School of Jewish Music and, the, and Ellie Miller conducting the choir. Um, that's happening Saturday night. Uh, uh, Cantor Malavani will start at 10 o'clock. Kalbach Shul moves to the West Side Institutional Synagogue with the amazing Yehuda Green. It is incredible. The videos of that night are always incredible. Forget about being there live in person. It must be insane being there live. They'll start 1230. Uh, the Kalbach Shul will be at West Side Institutional Synagogue, 120 West 76th Street with Yehuda Green. Rabbi Pesach Krohn is going to be speaking at the Young Israel of Manhattan. That's become an annual Slichos tradition. He'll start 11.15 Saturday night at 317 Henry Street on the Lower East Side. Um, the other end of uh, 
of the island all the way up in Riverdale. Yeah, I guess it's not the same island right here. Well, all the way up in the next borough, all the way up in Riverdale at the Bayit, the Hebrew Institute of Riverdale. It'll be Dr. Ellie Kranzler with his incredible presentation of Slichos starting at 9.45. Barry Weber is going to be in Brooklyn, a pre-Slichos Matzei Shabbos Kumzitz starting at 11.30. Then Slichos with Ari Davis. That happens uh, Saturday night at uh, Mayan Yisrael, 3315 Avenue N in Brooklyn, New York. So there's a lot going on. There is a lot happening. Uh, there'll be a Flatbush blood drive this Thursday, tomorrow, at Congregation B'nai Shlomo Zalman. Uh, that's Frankel Simcha Hall on East 21st Street. That'll start at 5 p.m. Keep that in mind. Yossi Zweig hosts a Z-Report live lunch coming up. Uh, 11 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, here at um, jmam.org and on the NSN app. That's going to be happening uh, 11 o'clock today, Eastern Time. And I want to thank those who are listening on the NSN app from around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can comment on the app. Very simple. Go to the NSN app on the homepage. You'll see it says add a comment. You can tell us where you are. What you've heard on the show that you enjoy and anything else you want to tell us. A big thank you to our friends at OnlySimchas.com. They have recently expanded. They're not just reporting on Simchas, which they do very, very well. They are also uh, doing an amazing job on basic Jewish news stories or of Jewish interest from around the world. And I'm proud to say that a lot of our material ends up there. Hopefully the Derek Sharp interview from earlier Today will end up on the OnlySimchas.com feed. So become a daily viewer of OnlySimchas.com. You won't regret it. They have some great material that goes up every single day. Shades of March. It's Yussi Green and Company off of Hipsh at JM in the AM.
The amazing Essie Green, he calls it Hipsh. That's uh, that specific selection he entitled uh, Shades of March here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast. You know what's happening this Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. It's been proclaimed the Day of Jewish Unity. In roughly three weeks, actually less already by now, Congress will vote on the Iran nuclear agreement. The future of the Jewish people worldwide hangs in the balance. It's a time of crisis, and we need to act together now. So... There's no question that there have been a lot of rallies. There's been a lot of pressure on members of Congress, many of whom really disappointed us. As an aside, by the way, I contacted Senator Schumer yesterday, asking if he could join us before Rosh Hashanah. He was somebody who did not disappoint and deserves all the accolades in the world. Uh, anyway, we know what the Iran deal means, and we know about the uh, the danger before us. And Tuesday, September 8th, as we mentioned, we said this last week by Gabioff when he was with us on the telephone, a delegation of rabbis and community leaders are traveling to Rodin to pray at the grave of the Chavetz Chaim. This is in conjunction with what uh, Dirshu is doing with Afiomi Baalacha and the, the tens of thousands of names that they're bringing along, those who participate in the program. But they've extended it. They've extended it to their Achenu organization, which has been amazing at the uh, in the area of Kiruv, and they've asked everybody, Literally everybody who can to stop for a couple of minutes on Tuesday, September the 8th, recite a couple of psalms, a couple of chapters of Tehillim, and the Achenu prayer. And all the information is at dayofjewishunity.com. And you can see everything right there. And we'll obviously be reminding everybody as we get closer and closer. And obviously on Tuesday, we'll do our own little Day of Jewish Unity here at JM and the AM. Aaron Trudler is with us live via telephone. He's president of Paul Revere Public Relations. He's representing the Achenu organization with this incredible effort called the Jewish Day of Unity, or the Day, I should say, of Jewish Unity. Aaron, welcome back to JM and the AM. Hi, 
Malcolm, good morning. It's a pleasure to be back with you. I appreciate it. I said to you off the air, it's been a long time since we've spoken, <laughs> so it's great to speak to you again. No, it certainly has, and uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Isn't it amazing sometimes how the simplest concept goes viral? How the simplest concept already has gotten like 100,000 people excited about what's happening this coming Tuesday? I'll tell you, Malcolm, it's absolutely incredible. Um, you know, with the advent of social media, uh, we, we really have the ability to reach people who, frankly, in the past may not have been able to have been reached. Uh, and what's happening here is this is really the, the momentum is building, the excitement is growing, and, and people are really understanding that with the, uh, the congressional action on the Iran deal, as you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. is literally right around the corner. Uh, we need to act. This is, this is perhaps, in my opinion, I think in the opinion, in the opinion of many, the most consequential vote that members of Congress will cast in our lifetime. There's, there's no question about that. I mean, the future, obviously, of the state of Israel is, is, is uh, at stake. The future of democracy, democracies worldwide is at stake. And frankly, the Jewish people, obviously, uh, is very much uh, involved with this effort as well. And I think what has to happen here is that people have to come together and really go back to the basics, go back to the fundamentals. Uh, you know, prayer, prayer and unity, tefillah and, and achdus have been the hallmarks of, of the Jewish nation for generations. Uh, in times of crisis, and unfortunately the Jewish people have faced multiple crises over the generations, uh, we've always come together and, and, and daven. That's what we do. We daven to Hashem. We pray to God. In addition to everything else, right? In addition to right. everything else. And right. frankly, with the effort uh, that's going on in terms of advocating in Washington and lobbying our lawmakers, right. let me make no, no mistake about it. That is absolutely critical. And, 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 we're, and, we're, do, and we're doing surprisingly pretty well at it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we, we absolutely are. This is obviously, there's a lot of pressure uh, for uh, for people for federal you know uh, congressional lawmakers oh, yeah. to support the deal from various sources our community and and I think I'm proud of what our community has done we've come together and advocated on our own behalf to our to our lawmakers and we've done a fairly good job of trying to convince certain lawmakers that this is just a bad deal but in addition to that lobbying effort uh, this is something that I think is complement complementary to that and the day of Jewish unity is, is is an idea that I think everybody can participate in wherever they they may be on the religious spectrum, and and frankly we're only asking people to take five minutes out of their day. Oh, by the way, yeah. th- th- just as a total aside, but I know this because of the chair I sit in. There'll there'll be non-Jews uh, doing this as well on Tuesday. There'll there'll be anybody concerned about freedom and who have any faith and are believers. I'm telling you, they'll be participating as well. So, uh, and, and, I, and I I think you're 100 percent correct, Nachman. I hope that that's the case. And 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 the truth of the matter is, on the website, it's www.dayofjewishunity.com. Right. As you mentioned, yeah. the you can download the the different uh, prakim of the hill and the chapters of Psalms that we're talking about. And not only are they available in Hebrew, which obviously for many many uh, folks in your listening audience may be there language of, co- of choice when it comes to prayer, but it's also there, the English translation is where is there as well. Aaron, there, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and, and, and the idea there, the concept yeah. there is, is, is essentially right. what you alluded to. There right. are people who, non-Jews and maybe Jews that aren't as observant, are going to do this, and they are participating, and this gives them the, abil- the ability to participate in a way that they feel most comfortable. No, no question about it. Aaron Trudler's with us. We're talking about the Jewish Day of Unity, or the Day of Jewish Unity.com, I should say. Uh, and and by the way, in the latest announcement, of course, it does say two weeks. I was reading off of an old one, but of course, we're so much closer to this uh, decision in Congress. By the way, in the announcement that you guys uh, used for this week in the print media, 
you have a list of logos of participating companies. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> that that usually is an area, you know, reserved for sponsors and those who've come through with, with financial support. If I'm not mistaken, that's a list of participating companies who are going to stop everything in their work day to actually participate. I mean, for real, this coming Tuesday. That's correct, and that's one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most exciting parts of this campaign. Um, what, what's been happening is there's been an, an, an effort on our part to line up businesses and corporations throughout North America and Israel um, to participate in this in this endeavor. And what's happened thus far is that there are several dozen businesses that have committed to participate in the Day of Jew- Jewish Unity next Tuesday. And what's going to happen is employees at these various companies... And, and some of them, we should point out, have a lot of employees. Very much so, yes. And, and what's going to happen... You're 100% correct. Yeah. That's why it's so exciting. Um, it expands the reach, and, and, and it, it facilitates the involvement of just so many more people. And, and what's going to happen is employees at these companies are going, to be, are, going to encourage, are going to be encouraged by their employers to set aside time during their workday on September 8th in order to recite the two chapters of Tehillim, of Psalms. And uh, they're going to essentially, like you said, stop what they're doing, take a moment, take several moments, if, if, if that's what it takes, right. to, to come together and do what's, frankly, what's critical for the future of the Jewish people. Uh, I'm telling you, you kept this so simple. I, you could have made this list, you know, 10 prukim. You could, have, you could have made it so complicated. You made it so simple. Two chapters, the Achenu prayer, which, again, you know, this listening audience, it's, it's practically everyone knows it by heart at this point. And, you know, for others, they, they should get to learn it. It's such a beautiful prayer. And I'm telling you, I mean, this could take a minute or two for some people. Like you said, you know, people could spend a lot of time on it, but you just kept it so simple. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and by the way, and I said this in the intro, but I don't want to pass it over without mentioning it with you on the air. Uh, this whole concept of it being done while the rabbinic delegation and the community leader delegation is at the Chavetz Chaim's grave in Rodden is unbelievable because not only do we feel we're doing something unified, but we know we're being represented at a very important place, you know, Erev Yontif, practically. Absolutely, and, and the most exciting part of that, in my mind, is if, if you think about who the Chafetz Chaim was and what he, what he represented and how he lived his life, he was renowned for preaching civility in our speech and our words. That's right. And with so much, uh, let's call it mudslinging in our society today, and, and especially in light of the vitriolic diatribes that have ensued as a result of the debate about the upcoming congressional vote on the Iran deal, right. and, and especially in light of the fact that we're right before Rosh Hashanah, as you mentioned, yeah. it's critical that we highlight the need to inject more civility into our public discourse and our conversation. And I think that that concept is 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 something that everybody, regardless of, of whether or not you're a religious Jew or even a Jew, can understand and appreciate. And that's why the, the, the whole... The idea that we're going to have community leaders in Rabbanim davening at the caver of the Chafetz Chaim on his 82nd yurt site, and at the same time you're going to have you know, half a million Jews around the world and other folks participating and, and, and praying at the same time, it's just an unbelievable thing. Aaron Trudler's with us, uh, dayofjewishunity.com. You know, just, I hate to be a numbers freak, but I do this all the time, and I hate when people, I shouldn't say hate, I don't like always when people exaggerate, so I sometimes call people on these things, but you realize with the with the response of the schools right to left, and, and you have to admit, you've gotten response from schools in the Hasidic community, you've gotten response from schools who, you know, on, on, from every side of the Jewish community, uh, just that figure alone could have a hundred thousand people participating on Tuesday. So when you declare half a million could participate, as much as I don't like exaggerated numbers, it is realistic that around the world you could reach a number like that. 
Absolutely, and we firmly believe that. And, and in addition to the schools, as you mentioned, and uh, the various bi- businesses and companies that are participating, right. on, on the website, actually, there is, an, there, in addition to the information uh, that people can get about the event, and in addition to the video that they can watch that was specially produced for this event, there is also a place where they can essentially pledge to participate in the Day of Jewish Unity. And, and you know, we have the ability, therefore, to really gauge and estimate how many people are going to be participating, and the numbers are just astronomical, and, and, and it's very exciting. I think that as, as in the next couple of days play out, I think we're going to have even more people signing up and more people committing to participate, because, like you said, it's such a simplistic thing, yeah. but yet the, the impact that it has could be just absolutely tremendous. Yeah, but you, you, you struck the right chord here. You really just struck the right chord. I mean, you hear the enthusiasm in my voice, and I know that it's spreading all over the place. There's so many people who think it's such a wonderful... And people want to do things. And like we said, we have, thank God, it seems, more people than usual have gone to congressional meetings, have written letters, have picked up the phone, have voiced their concerns. And now in this area of prayer, in the, in the, you know, the, the more spiritual side of things, people want something to do as well. So it, it just, the, the timing could not have been better. What can I tell you? Absolutely. Uh, dayofjewishunity.com. I think Aaron's right as we get closer because we're still so many days, we're still six days away. As we get closer, it's just going to, you know, catch on more and more. And we encourage everybody. The company's idea is great. And because again, you know, it, as much as we love when the yeshivas and schools participate, a lot of their day is spent in spiritual work. Companies don't always get that opportunity to have a good part of their day, you know, immersed in this stuff. The fact that they're making the commitment makes it so much more special. So correct, and it makes yeah. this, this event that much more unique. And I think, uh, like you said, people are more, maybe more so than usual are are uh, doing what they can in light of the impending vote on the, on the Iran deal. And I think yeah. this is just another piece of the puzzle. Uh, I think it's a critical piece, and I'm really hoping that more and more people will continue to pledge to participate and that on Tuesday, September 8th, Jews around the world and perhaps non-Jews alike will we'll unite, we'll come together, and we'll do what we need to do on behalf of the Jewish people. Uh, Kol HaKavot to Dirshu. We talked about how that event is the centerpiece of this event. Kol HaKavot to who's taken that and created this day of Jewish unity. Uh, call a vote to you and the entire staff as we get closer. And, and we're going to do it Tuesday. I don't know exactly how yet. I, I haven't figured out my my formula for how we're going to do this with the audience Tuesday morning, but of course we will at some time after 7 a.m. And and I, I'm, I hope this encourages more and more people to do it at some point during the day as well. I hope so. And Nachum, obviously we appreciate all uh, that you do to help publicize events like this. Well, this is just, I'm telling you, this is like, the, you, you just... Yeah. You, Timing is everything, right, Aaron? And, Absolutely. And, that's, that's 100% correct. And the timing on this is just, it, we always talk about, God forbid, the opposite when the collective Jewish heart is in pain. I think in this case, the collective Jewish heart is feeling tremendous unity and love because of the timing. So, yeah, Baruch I agree Hashem. with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, happy, healthy, sweet New Year to you. Same to you, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me on. Aaron Trudler, it is an amazing concept. We're honored to participate on Tuesday. We, we, were, we were not asked to do a, a service here on the air. I'm just assuming. I'm doing it. We were not uh, encouraged to do it. Everyone can do what they want on their own, obviously, between the hours of 7 a.m. and 12 noon. But we're going to do something. We're going to figure out a uh, two, three-minute format. Uh, maybe we'll do it around chauffeur blowing. But we're going to do something to uh, to make sure that these chapters of Tehillim are, are recited together and that we uh, recite the Achenu prayer as well together, which is such an amazing prayer. Day of Jewish, dayofjewishunity.com has all the information. If you're a school or organization or company, check it out. You may want to also make the commitment to make sure to take care of that on Tuesday. More coming up. It's brand new Simcha Liner at JM in the AM.
There we go. Oh, sorry about that. JM in the AM. Uh, wow. I just got a report that it is likely that we're going to have um, a very distinguished reporter. Uh, not necessarily, how do I put this? Somebody who really knows how to report well, it looks like we're going to have them on Tuesday from the Chavetz Chaim's um, Akever, as this whole thing is going on with Dirshu and as we're encouraging people to participate in the Achenu Day of Jewish Unity. So it makes this whole thing even more exciting, that's for sure. Uh, the great Rav Shlomo Kalbach is next, getting to the end of a Wednesday JM in the AM. A reminder, tomorrow, Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, in studio. Are we excited? Yes. Priestlichus visit from the great Cantor Yitzchak, Mayor Helfgott, tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
You know, when we go to sleep at night, sometimes after a long day, we are so tired. But sometimes I don't want to go to sleep. Yes, but still, we have to put on our pajamas and get into bed. And what do we say before we go to sleep? Shema! That's right. And we can't wait to wake up in the morning and thank Hashem for all the good He does for us and say, Maida Ani. Parents, here is a new beautiful song that you can sing to your children as they go to sleep. Tomorrow is another day. Begun has released this uh, 
this new album, Benny and the Torah Kids, it's called. That's called uh, That song is Tomorrow is Another Day. When he's in here to discuss Cholamoid, we'll talk about that brand new effort as well. JM in the AM, minute to go and a reminder about tomorrow. Ken Friedman's all excited. He knows one of the world's international stars is going to be in this building tomorrow. Cantor Yitzhak, Mayor Helfgott. I don't know if you, I don't even know at this point if you could say arguably. You might have to say inarguably the world's greatest cantor, or at least the centerpiece of all cantorial conversation, because there are a lot, a lot of great cantors out there. But uh, we know that he is uh, extra special, as they say. And with the high holidays coming up and Slichos is coming Saturday night, it'll be extra special for us to have him in studio tomorrow morning. Spread the word. Make sure you tell everybody it's going to be a historic morning, as far as I'm concerned, right here at JM in the AM. And um, in terms of Friday, Malcolm Honeline is traveling. He's still not sure if he'll be able to join us from where he'll be on Friday, but I'll try to give you the final word on that tomorrow right here. At JM in the AM. Machinabi Israel and Achim Machem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mad Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world in the web, JM in the AM dot ORG. Cantor Health got tomorrow and plenty more, of course, between 6 and 9. Stay with our stream all day long at jmdm.org. Yussi's Wag will do a Z-Report live lunch with a whole bunch of brand new music starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time this morning. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.